Now I'm recording. Well, you got it. You got your half at least. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really interesting to just listen to my half of that. Movie. Movie. Hi, Jake. Hi, Craig. Welcome to hey. Movie. We are a podcast about movies. Uh, and uh, I'm Jake Jarvie. And I'm Craig Benzine. I have been podcasting a lot with someone else the past year. Yeah, yeah, you have. Uh, on a, a little podcast called Two Guys Talking About Lettuce. So excuse me if I call you Greg every once in a while. That's fine. Or, I actually, uh, I'm, I will respond to whatever you want to call me, you know? Also, if I like pick apart all the things you say in a very uh, meticulous and mean way. Okay. No, I think that would be a nice change of pace because usually yeah, yeah. I'm the one being mean to you. Oh, we're usually mean to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Movied. This time we are going to do the top 10 of 2022 according to Movied. Craig's five and my five. Uh, There might be some overlap. There might not be. We'll find out. There might be some underlap. Well, I I for a fact know that there is at least one overlap. So we'll see. We'll see how we'll see where that goes. Uh, Where have we been? What have you been doing the past? many months jake i've been working uh for rob scanlon i have been a father to a child a husband you are to you are burying wife. the lead sir sir and you I, are burying the lead and i made a feature film yes you did yeah See that? there it is yep and i'm 56 minutes into editing right now the 56 not i've just sat down and edited for 56 minutes no i have 56 minutes of the rough cut of the movie put together so i made a movie and uh it's it was it's like it's been life-changing it was it completely changed my life and perspective yeah what's your perspective now um well how do you feel about making movies now uh i still love it i still love it it's way <laughs> harder than i thought it was based on the things i'd made previously <laughs> well you know each project's different maybe the next one will be a cakewalk maybe i mean you were in the movie craig you were in the movie i was in the movie what happened to you in the movie craig i well do you want me to say yeah my head got chopped off <laughs> chopped craig's head off <laughs> yep yep it was good yeah it was good i had a good time finally that was that was the first shoot uh and then and then it, then it was just a bunch of not getting my head chopped off after that yeah yeah Which those are fun. it's actually more fun to shoot not kill sequences actually kill sequences are very very stressful and then shooting well so it was a horror movie i made a horror movie um it's called haunt season Uh, i hope to have it in festivals in 2023 it was great the the most the most fun for me to shoot are just the moments when i get to be funny that's when it's most fun yeah your character wasn't we don't have to get into this isn't a haunt season podcast this is jake this is whatever we want top 10 movies this is two dudes talking about stuff they do that's what this is right (laughs) no it's about two (laughs) dudes talking about the movies that they've watched which we're going to do let's do the movie top 10 um okay it's been a very good year uh of movies i've enjoyed many a movie i can tell you uh just popping into my letterbox it was a, a slow year for me um yeah i only watched 150 new movies um not not new movies movies that i've seen i saw 150 movies this year that's a lot 55 of them were released in the year 2022 that's a lot of movies jake you watch more movies than i do i think yeah i, I spend a, really... a lot of time watching taskmaster with china we spend it's great. a lot of time it's a great yeah. show yeah i uh i had a really slow few months as as making a movie took over from watching movies and then i've been tr- trying my darndest to catch up since then 
Yeah, I didn't keep as close track of what I watched, but I guarantee it was less than 50 movies. Nice. But I think you will be a little surprised at some of my choices. I'm excited. Okay, yeah. awesome. Well, then I'm excited Based on to I'm excited, excited to hear. Would you would you uh, would you start with number five? Then they've made me too excited. I want to hear. Okay, because I have several runners up that I'll mention later. Because I don't want to give away what. Yeah, in and what I, isn't. I have my six through ten as well. Yeah. I can tell you yeah. this: in my letterbox, I didn't give a single movie five stars, five out of oh. five, uh, which oh. I was surprised by. But I gave Wait. ten movies four and a half stars out of five, and then I just okay. ranked them in terms of my favorites uh, before right. before starting here. Here's the thing. I made a list of potential movies, and several of them were toss-up for me. It was pretty hard to choose which was better, so I ended up going probably with like uh, either just one that one that might be lesser known that I wanted to talk about, sure, and one that uh, and and a few that just I'm more likely to watch again. Yeah, which yeah, made me feel good. Yeah, yeah, and my entire top 10 and the rankings uh, attributed to them are definitely just personal favorites. They're not like, I think this movie is a better, you know, yeah. made object or whatever. It is just, I. this is a, like, what hit me the hardest personally. I'm expecting a lot of horror from you. This year but there's a lot of horror, yeah. Just like last year. I mean, I love <laughs> horror. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, you, so you love it. Yeah. You love uh, it. Um, I will tell you, none of mine are, are horror films. Okay. Um, so be prepared to be disappointed, Jake. But I, absolutely. Here's number five, and it surprises me that I put it, I put it there. I had to, I went through, I made my list, and then I went through looking up best of lists to remind myself what I watched. <laughs> and this came up on one of those, and I'm like, oh yeah, that one. And, uh, then it bumped others off the list. It's, a uh, it was on Netflix. I watched it while working out. Okay. Uh, and because I usually even like, I got to watch something and I make a quick decision. And I and it was good luck to you, Leo Grand. Oh, oh, okay. That's the um, that's the Emma Emma um Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yes. Yeah. Emma uh, Thompson and uh, no, and a dude. I can't remember his name. Did not see it. Tell uh, me about it. It is. I think it's based on a play. Uh, it's it's a cast of two people with one tiny role third person at one point not 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 a small person but a a, uh, <laughs> a tiny role yeah. yeah um i'm not saying a particularly large person either just like a, ti- a tiny a tiny role you you've know? really got to couch this opinion yeah. on this person's size yeah yeah uh but it's it's basically <laughs> emma emma thompson is a uh uh she's a widow she she was married her husband died and she gets a sex worker oh for the first time ever in her life and she led kind of a sheltered life sure and uh it's basically their meeting the first time and the awkwardness of all of that and then they're meeting the second time months later and then they're meeting the third time and diff- various and drama happens throughout okay um, and we see nothing and, of their lives in between when they meet up and they just kind of catch up and evolve as people yes i like it Yes, it is delightful and uh, and dramatic and at times it's all it's very talky. It's like a play. Basically. That's great. Is it funny? But uh, it can. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of it's real, but it's okay. like there's definitely funny parts to it. Um, Sweet, awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, great. My number sounds good. It made me want to be uh, a sex worker. You know, a seventy-something widow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it made you, know. you want to be a, a gigolo. Yes, it also made me want to do that, and it made me want to be a third person that may be too small or too big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that's how I live my life. Too small, okay. too big. Don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. My number five of the year was written and directed by a dude named Jordan Peele. It's Nope. Yep. Yep. I loved Nope. You saw Nope, right? Yep. Yep. I and I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It 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 landed very nicely in in between like the super in your face, like really well executed get out and the more obtuse very very horrory us. Like it mm-hmm. had it landed in a nice middle ground there. I loved how funny it was. I loved all the characters involved and I loved the kind of commentary on on industry and celebrity and uh, obsession with entertaining. Yeah, I would say it is it is kind of a combination of those two, but also I would say there's a third thing. It's like it's like big spectacle. Oh it's yeah. Like, uh, it's it's big spectacle yeah. stuff is awesome i loved i loved how it how it portrayed the eventual things that i'm not doesn't know we're not gonna go spoilers on any of these things i don't think um is my opinion i wanted i wanted to spoil everything i wanted to ruin everything for everyone (laughs) but we don't have to where it goes like the things the things that it shows us i loved i was like yes that's fantastic looking i didn't expect anything to look like that and i'm so happy it does yeah i think uh yeah i thought it was fantastic too um I love one thing I loved was the dialogue felt like it was so odd a lot throughout the movie. Like the way people were talking to each other was so like uh, it felt realistic in, in the way that like conversations can be incredibly awkward. And yeah. People aren't saying uh, things that make 100 percent sense, but they're just like emoting like the way that people were just yelling at each other. Didn't make it didn't make a whole lot of sense, but it was great. I mean, did it was you, intentional, did, did, but there was a making the rounds. I'm not sure if it was if I saw it on Instagram or whatever. Did you see um, the guy who's not the main two characters, but the guy who works at Fry's Electronics? Did yeah. you see his audition tape? No, it's so you have to watch it, Craig. It's so wonderful because right. he does his audition. He finishes audition. You just see it's like a zoom one. So you see him and you see Jordan Peele mm-hmm. and Jordan Peele's like, uh, I really love what you're doing, and um, it's going to make it really, really hard for me because you do not fit the character as written. And the guy's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and, and Jordan Peele's like, so I'm going to have to rewrite the whole character because it has to be you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and the guy gets so excited and his roommate is like helping him with the self tape. And it's just really, really, it's yeah. adorable, dude. It does it's, feel like, it does feel like he took the actors and just brought out their personalities in each, that, which is what I mean by it feels so odd. Like it's like he just threw these personalities at each other and kind of let them say what they wanted to. Really, yeah. How they felt. And that's how it feels anyway. Ah, God, great movie. Yeah. I'm going to watch it again. Uh, uh, what's your yeah. number four? Uh, my number four bumped out some stuff. Like, I'm surprised I'm, I decided on this one, but it's <laughs> like I would rather watch this again. I had such a good time with it. Um, unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I saw the trailer like yep. at, 
almost every movie I saw in the theater in 2022. Well, the first yep. half. Um, yeah. And it was good. It was good. Yeah, it's uh, Nicolas Cage as himself. Yeah. Um, and uh, action comedy. It's like in the in this like it reminded me of like a 90s high concept action comedy like uh like um last action hero or oh, <laughs> or oh. like uh it's big uh, spoofy like that yeah i think so but also like moments of real suspense and okay. like meta comedy like doc hollywood maybe okay <laughs> or uh, yeah doc hollywood's a good comparison i think or like yeah, it's like it's about Hollywood and it's wait about, wait wait no 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 you're talking about um you're not talking about Doc Hollywood you're talking about Doc Holiday the, har- the hard no, no. way you're talking about the, the hard, hard way the hard way yeah, yeah what's Doc Mike, Hollywood Michael J Fox and James Woods yeah what's Doc what's Doc Doc Hollywood? Hollywood is Michael J Fox goes to a small town and runs into a fence so he has to be their doctor he's a plastic oh, surgeon but he has to be right. the doctor it's a great I'm movie even, I'm not Hollywood. even sure I've seen that oh Doc Hollywood no, is no. charming as maybe I ha- maybe I have F, seen that dude yeah. it's so good I've been conflating the two of those for for decades now in my head because it has Hollywood in the title the hard yes. way is about yeah. an actor who has to shadow I'm a thinking cop. of the hard way yes it's yeah. kind of like it's like the hard way um in that it's like very meta Hollywood, but but there's real action with real suspense in it. Yeah, and he um, learned he learns the stakes. This this mm. this soft-handed actor has to learn the real stakes of being a real cop in New York City. Yeah, yeah, and it's sim- very similar with Nicolas Cage, and and it's like there's like a real there's like a backstory of Nicolas Cage's personal life and being like drawn to his his work versus his family and stuff. And like, it, it, it feels pretty real, even though it probably isn't real. I got to see it. Uh, I got to see it. Yeah. That one looks super yeah. fun. I, I, yeah. I, I wonder, is it on any of the streaming services yet? I'll find out. You don't have to answer that, Craig. <laughs> All right. I won't answer that, but I, it was just fun. Just fun. Like, I feel like it's not, it's kind of, it's silly. It's obviously yeah. very silly, but like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, my number four is, Barbarian, written and directed by Zach Krager. Have you heard of Barbarian? Never in my life have I heard of... I've not even heard of a Barbarian in my life. Oh, um, there were several back in the day. This one is a movie that came out in 2022. Uh, It was... Everybody on film Twitter was talking about it while I was making Haunt Season. So I was like, I gotta... As soon as I'm done, I'm gonna watch Barbarian. And I did. On HBO Max. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And it is about a young woman. She is in. She goes to Detroit for a job interview. She pulls up to this Airbnb, and the key is not in the thing. And she's like, "Oh God, okay." And it's raining, and it's dark, and can't tell. So she goes, and um, she sees somebody in the Airbnb, and mm-hmm. she knocks on the door, and he comes, and he's like, "Yeah, what's up? What's going on?" And she's like, uh, "This is I rented this Airbnb," and he's like, "No, I I rented this Airbnb." I'm I, I'm staying here, and she's like, "Look, here's my thing." She rented it on one app. He rented it from a different home sharing app, and he's like, "Okay, why don't you, why don't you come in? We'll figure this out. We'll call them, whatever." She goes in, um, and they start trying to figure it out. They can't get a hold of anybody. Nothing, nothing, nothing. He's like, "Look, you can have the bedroom. I'll sleep on the couch. This is obviously some big mistake." And she's like, "I don't know about this guy." And it's played by Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise in the new It. He is yeah. a great actor, but he always has that thing about him where you're like, are you 
can we trust you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so she stays there. And the, the next morning she gets up to go to her job interview and she is in the one, you couldn't tell at night in the rain, but she is in the only like livable house in the area. Everything else is just like torn down and fallen apart. It's like Detroit after all the business. It's a bad neighborhood in Detroit. Yeah. And then she don't, goes, to don't, job- don't spoil it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Worse or better, she ends up uh, find, exploring the basement of the Airbnb. Things go from bad to worse, and yeah. it gets crazy. And then halfway through the movie, Justin Long shows up, and you're like, it's Justin Long! <laughs> <laughs> and right. he is hilarious and playing a part that you would never imagine Justin Long playing ever. And yeah. he's great in it, and he's hilarious, but he's also... Well, I won't say anything else. Barbarian becomes a crazy, crazy movie. It is a straight-up horror movie, make no mistakes. It is a horror movie. And some mm-hmm. people don't super like how big it goes towards the end, but yeah. I do. Yeah, you like going big. Yeah. You never go home. You never go home. You oh, go I will. I, even when I'm home, I go big. You're not even home right now. That's a set. Yeah, this is all green screen. All green screen. I think I, okay, I I vaguely remember something about Barbarian, but I don't really know. I don't know. I probably, I probably just saw that it was horror and I'm like, no, I'll I'll check it later. It was a lot of, I'll wait and see if Jake likes it. Got a lot of hubbub. And it was like number one at the box office for like a couple of weeks. And it's this small movie. Yeah. Really, really, I, man, I love it. I'm intrigued. I'm actually intrigued now. And I'm going to have to watch that. (laughs) All right. All right. What's your number three, Craig? Number three. This one was easily my number three. Emily the Criminal. Ah, again, have heard, yeah. have not seen. Tell me yes. about it. Uh, It's Aubrey Plaza, and yep. it's very low budget. I guess you could say it's like a commentary on the on hustle culture and uh, just trying to make a living as a young person in the world. Okay. Um, and... um. She she works as a uh, like food delivery delivery person for like a service like an yeah. app or something and has an opportunity to do some illegal stuff to make more <laughs> money because she's like she has none basically <laughs> and um, it's a it's a it's not it's a it's a th- I would call it a thriller probably okay um, and um, very very tense. Very good. I just—it's just a really well-told story. I love how how um, how subtle it is at times, and how like how perfectly done. And her performance is wonderful. Like I feel like she's gonna, she's probably gonna get an Oscar nomination. What? For it. She really? Should. She should. I want. I can't wait to see. Like Aubrey Plaza is the best. I cannot wait. I am. Mm-hmm. I've got to see Emily the Criminal. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um. It's just a well-told, tight, tense thriller. Loved it. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely checking that one out. My yeah. number three, uh, another horror movie, is called The Menu. Yes. That's a it movie is... I've been meaning to watch, to see, actually. I have not seen it. I wrote down these people's names because I don't know everybody's names. It was directed by Mark Millad and written by Seth Rice and Will Tracy. Um, mm-hmm. And I always like to call out writers, directors. I loved the menu 
I love Anya Taylor-Joy. She stars in it. Um, Ray Fiennes yeah. is incredible in it. So this is, okay, uh, it, sh- it starts with a bunch of people getting on a boat, heading out to a very, very exclusive dinner. It's like thousands of dollars a plate, a seat, not a plate, a, mm-hmm. a seat because it's a multi-course menu. And when they sit down to it, it's clear everything about this menu is super conceptual. It, it's applying to not just, like he talks about the food in a way that that it all relates to a larger story of um, the chef's life and kind of trying to be an artist in a disposable field, a cult- culture where you need like investors to allow you to do the thing that you want to do. And do you make concessions to that? And it's, it's so it's like this much larger story um, with really beautiful food photography in it. <laughs> and all of the food looks exceptional and it's, funny but it's like darkly funny and it's disturbing and it said a a lot about to me uh i was also it might have also just kind of hit at the right time i saw it like right after finishing the movie um Mm -hmm. it, it says a lot about choosing a life of pursuing hard to do creative things. <laughs> yeah. So, so like the life of creativity and the sacrifices that it, that it calls upon you to make and are those things worth it and are they not? And, mm. ah, my gosh, I really, really loved it. The end is a little bit, it, it moves a, for the, a lot of it. It feels very realistic to a degree. You know, it's very stylish, beautifully mm. shot everything. It looks super expensive, but like, by the end, they they start leaning more into the metaphor of everything, um, mm-hmm. but not in like a really obtuse way, but in a way where you're like, yeah, I don't know that that character would super do that, but it works for the metaphor, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I, yeah, I, I am. I will be fascinated to hear what you have to say about the menu. I'm very excited for you to watch the menu more than anything else on my list. I would like you to watch the menu. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch the menu. China and I, China actually brought it up to me. She wanted to watch it, which is rare for her to even bring up that she wants to watch a movie. But then other movies came out that we watched instead. Yeah. Like, uh, like glass onion and, um, like more sure, f- like something more guaranteed we were going to like. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, uh, um okay should i do my number two yes please also easily my number two number two and number one and one two three were easy for me so two is the fablemans speaking I wondered. of speaking of uh creative create creative life and what leading to problems and such yeah i um, i wondered if it was gonna make make your five i'm glad it did oh yeah um i mean there was a for a time there there was a debate whether it'd be number one. Oh I wow I didn't uh, think I was going to like it that much. I thought I'd be, I saw the trailer. I'm like, ah, oh, it's Spielberg being all <laughs> sentimental and crap about this time about himself. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's basically, it's, it's Steven Spielberg's childhood um, leading up to his first opportunities in Hollywood. Very his, much focused on his parents' marriage. His parents, yeah, and his difficulties with his parents and their difficulties with their marriage and his difficulties with uh, bullying in school. There were times, there were a few times where he went full Spielberg a little too much for me. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like some monologues were like, okay, okay, we can move on. But there, it's so full of such great stuff that I, 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 I haven't stopped thinking about it since, yeah. since we saw it. And like it, it, I, I went on a Spielberg 
Suspender after that. Like I watched the documentary Spielberg on HBO. How was that? I've been watching like making of stuff on YouTube. It's good. It's a great documentary. Um, and it's kind of reinvigorated. Just it reminded me of watching his movies as a kid and being inspired to make movies. And um, so it had a profound effect on me, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the, the oh my god, the ending, the oh. last shot. Mm. Oh, dude, I mm. there's there's not a better shot in cinema this year. <laughs> that yeah. entire yeah. ending sequence mm-hmm. culminating in that final shot, which yeah. is which does something you will never see in another Spielberg movie. It's so yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's so beautiful i get chills every time i think talk start talking about that shot craig i told yeah. i like I, t- I was talking about it with my family over the christmas break and or yeah. break the holiday eleanor's christmas break and whenever i talk about that shot all the hairs on my arm stand up i get so yeah. oh i get so excited same thing oh. happened to me talking to china about it i show i i showed her the ending actually on youtube but um yeah real good better than the trailer makes it look I think. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. Great yeah. movie. Loved it. Oh, oh, Seth Rogen was fantastic in it. Yep. Wow. Just good uh pairing it back, playing a very straight, like dad yeah. joke kind of kind of guy. He's not like overly Seth Rogen funny. He's just he's just playing yeah. the part. He does that. He does that yeah. for the for the big guys, the big directors. Yeah, and uh what's his name? Judd Hirsch? Uh or Judd Jed? Oh, I think it's Judd. I think it's Judd yeah. Hirsch. Yeah. Playing the it, wacky uncle. <laughs> yeah. So good. I think I several times, but at that particular time, I leaned over to the person I was watching it with and said, "Like this is great," <laughs> and that was you. Actually. That was me. So, yes, I remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is is this nice too? Yeah. We got to see a movie in the theaters together in 2022. Yep, one of them. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Um, I I loved that movie. And did you listen to the blank check episode on it? No, I did not. Okay. But I have listened uh, to several episodes of Blank Check. Yes. Good podcast. Um, sure my number two. We're on number two? Yep. My number two is everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is a great movie. <laughs> it's. I just listened to... I'm, I'm sure uh, many people are already familiar with it. Uh, family owns and operates a laundry. Matt... Um, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden kind of reality starts bending. So you kind of see alternate versions of what their lives could have been alternate realities of what life means or life could mean. Like it's, it's, it's impossible to summarize. I cannot summarize it for Eliza. I have not been able to. It's a lot of multiverse hijinks with a lot of incredible choreographed fighting Mm -hmm. and, uh, very, the most, absurd humor you could possibly have like it goes it goes beyond bonkers it goes beyond bonkers but it also keeps the emotional resonance intact while going beyond bonkers all of it is like a metaphor for like similarly to the fablemans similarly i guess to the menu it's like choosing the life you want versus your responsibilities as a family yeah um and uh and her relationship with her daughter and and her husband and oh my god it's good it's absolutely incredible and Mm -hmm. i listened to the daniels so that's uh written and directed by daniel scheinhart and our scheinhart and daniel kwan the daniels Mm -hmm. i loved their first movie swiss army man 
Um, yep. That similarly was so absurd and somehow beautiful. <laughs> like yeah. the way that they can do these things is incredible. Yeah. And Craig, just yes. because it's such a runner on this uh, movie podcast, I got to tell you, I listened to the Daniels on an episode of Script Notes. They, they, they kind of talk about the whole process of of conceiving the movie and how to do it all and everything. And Craig Mazin and John August, the hosts of Script Notes, are so complimentary and they love the movie and they love the Daniels and they get into all the music video stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they said, one of the Daniels, I don't know which one, said, we love movies like that have so many ideas that are just bursting with ideas like uh, like a Southland Tales. But yeah. we wanted to see if we could do a Southland Tales, but stick the landing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so since since Southland Tales is so often invoked on this podcast, I thought yeah. you sh I should let you know that the, the Daniels themselves yeah. invoked it. Yeah. See, that movie was um, Southland Tales. From what I remember, I hated it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like a movie that can have a lot of ideas that doesn't stick the landing usually does not work for me. Like I no. just can't. I can't. I, I, it. It. It makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I I know this about you, and um, but yeah, but this absolutely sticks to landing. I yeah. I cried hard, like uh, probably a few times during everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yeah, I think I did too. Um, should I give you my number one? Yeah, what's your number one, Craig? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, my number I'm one. Sorry. I'm it's sorry. a no, it's a movie about the multiverse. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. It has the the kid from Temple of Doom in it. Yes, it does. And, and he's incredible. He's great. Yeah. Michelle Yao's incredible. Everybody in that movie, Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. uh, letting it all hang oh, out. Oh, so you've seen it. Yeah, I did. I, I saw that movie yeah, as well. Okay. I don't know the name of the actress who plays their daughter, but uh, she is yeah, she's, amazing. And she's the she's in um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's uh, Ma Mrs. Maisel's ex-husband's new woman. Oh, is, really? Yeah. She's Joel's new lady? Yeah, have you seen it? I have not. I haven't seen the... I, I uh, watched uh, what, whatever season ended with her not getting on the plane. It took me a while to figure out who where I'd seen her before because she seems much older in that. And then sure. In this they style her kid. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 every once in a while, I will just be walking through my day and it'll pop into my head and I'll be like, sucked into... A bagel. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I've um, only seen it once. I got to see it again. It's yeah. So, I have so to see much... it again, too. I ha yeah. Eliza has to see it. Yeah. And we were just talking about this today as I was going through what my top five were going to be. And yeah. I was like, and she was like, I just don't, I, you haven't talked to me a whole bunch about it, mm -hmm. unlike the other movies. And I'm like, yeah. because I can't describe it to you. Like, I can't, yeah. be, like, my problem with summarizing it for this podcast is the same in my life. I want Eliza to see it because I think she will love it. And mm. I just cannot, I don't know how to describe it to her. <laughs> and she saw Swiss Army Man, so she knows what I'm up against. But yeah. like, yeah. You know what's interesting about it is like how it was actually pretty low budget and relatively low budget. And, yeah. and it starts out like you're watching a low budget foreign film, basically. Yeah. It feels like. Yep. It, like it takes a while before it really ramps. But you're like, isn't this movie supposed to be bonkers off the wall? And it's just like <laughs> this family running a shop for a while. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it's about taxes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It took its time to develop everything. It was great. 
Um, and then my number one is a movie called Fresh. Have I already talked to you about Fresh? You talked to me about Fresh. Very good. Yeah. Fresh is a movie that I saw when it dropped onto Hulu. It did not get, if it got a theatrical, it was tiny, tiny, tiny. But it might have been one of those ones that Hulu just picked up as an exclusive. It is about um, this girl uh, named Daisy, or, or it's directed by Mimi Cave, written by Lauren Kahn, and stars Sebastian Stan, who prior to 2022, I did not care about at all because I had only, to my knowledge, seen him in Marvel movies, and I don't mm -hmm. care about um, Captain America's buddy at all. Yeah. What's his name? The Falcon. Falcon. No, not the Falcon. The Falcon and the... He's the other one. The Winter Soldier. Ah, the Winter Soldier. Uh, Bucky Barnes. Bucky. Bucky Barnes, yeah. 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 Do not, I did not care at all about Bucky. I was like, Bucky, get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then this year, like... Yeah. Back to back, I saw uh, Pam and Tommy, which he's incredible in, and then Bada Bing Bada Boom, Fresh. And yes. it was like, he's so good in it. Okay, so uh, this young woman played by Daisy something something. She's got three names, and I. It's, it's that's three names Daisy something something. Oh, yeah. okay, yes. Um, yeah. She's charming as all get out. She's shopping yeah. in a grocery store. She has this brief interaction with this handsome young man. Uh, played by Sebastian Stan, and uh -huh. they kind of, like, decide to go out, give it a try, you know? Like, they're going to go out on a date, whatever. Their chemistry is really, really good, and it feels very real. It feels like you're watching a solid rom-com at the beginning mm -hmm. of the movie. Mm -hmm. She agrees to go away with him for the weekend. He takes her to this lovely house that's out in the middle of nowhere. Very, very... Are you um, getting into spoiler territory? No, 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 no. Okay. This all happens before the title. All um, right. The title does drop about a half hour into the movie. <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. I was yeah. so jazzed when I saw them drop a title card so <laughs> late into a movie. Yeah. Um, he, uh, you need to know this to go into the movie, Craig. So Do you? Yes. Do you? Yep. 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 So you, okay. you need to know what movie you're getting into. He uh, drugs her. She wakes up in basically a prison cell a very upscale prison cell um uh -huh. with not like bars or anything it's just like a room with a mattress in it and um turns out he captures women and then um cuts sections of them off to sell to people who want to eat human flesh at very oh, high nice. prices yes nice yep it sounds like another horror movie that uh uh i haven't seen but I've heard I've, I know all about called the audition. Oh, which, uh, audition uh, is is or, it's a that's a big one. Um, that's different. That's very very different from this, <laughs> because then what happens? Okay, is once she discovers no, what stop. his whole thing is. No, 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 Craig, yeah. no, no, no. Once she discovers yeah. what okay. his whole thing is, then she has to start kind of pretending to be into it <laughs> to like kind of charm him into not killing it's it's so there's yeah. so many like interpersonal dynamics at play it's really amazing beautifully uh -huh. shot um and beautifully acted i loved it so much fresh Fresh. On Hulu. I highly recommend checking it out if you can handle a little bit of cannibalism. This also is like with the um, like upscale market thing. Like he does this for uber, uber rich people to on the black market purchase parts of humans to 
consume. Well, rich people <laughs> can do what they want. Exactly. That's a running theme in a lot of the movies this year as well. Yes. Um, awesome. Yeah, I, I got some runners up. I'm Let's do list, it. I'm going to list them. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Heard of it? Yep. Yeah, we talked about this. You don't want to watch it because you hate planes. Yeah, or planes boring. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Banshees of Inishirin. That's true, though. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Planes are boring. Planes not, and movies, boring. Not these planes, my friend. The Banshees of Inishirin, which is uh, the, the dude who did uh, um, um, In Bruges and okay. three, bill, three Billboards. Heard of that as well. I hear it's really, really good. It is. It's good and a and it's a it's a feel bad comedy. You could call it uh, great, <laughs> or a feel bad dramedy. Um, um, nope is my is a runner up for me. Nice. And it's a movie by Jordan Peele. He uh, it's like heard a big, of that one. Sort of big concept, like monster movie kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's the guy who did Get Out. You know. You know. Okay. Yep. Anyway, confess, Fletch. I enjoyed oh, it. Was it good? Yeah. I okay, mean, great. It's exactly what I you what you expect, and it's and it's good. It's just awesome. John Hamm being Fletch, a journalist, uh, with a scheming journalist with a big heart. All right, awesome. Uh, I guess a big heart. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's funny. It's funny. Good time. Kind of kind of goofy. Uh, doesn't all necessarily it's confusing very convoluted confusing plot but that's what i wanted sure uh glass onion also uh not like it's not quite as good as knives out but nobody expected that yeah uh and but it was a great time yeah i'll take as many of those as ryan johnson wants to give us i love i loved it yeah loved it too um and then kimmy the soderbergh small the small budget soderberg like rear his take on rear window basically yeah i listened to a couple of episodes of this podcast uh <laughs> leading up to this because we did a couple of them at the beginning of the year and you talked about kibby on that one i'm glad it i'm glad yeah. it lasted for you did i wait did i i had already seen it yeah that time? yeah okay yeah it, yep. it came out right at the beginning of the year yeah yeah well i was reminded of it when i looked up the list of movies that would happen this year i'm like oh yeah kimmy absolutely um we are going to get to our six questions in a second which is going to be a little bit of a problem for me my other four and a half star reviews were this uh six through ten um vengeance yep i really really liked um Mm -hmm. again a movie where toward the end they start going for the metaphor over what a character would reasonably do that's why it didn't make my list because i i saw it and i thought it was pretty darn good up yeah. until that point and that kind of ruined it a little bit for me still good yeah i'd still i'd still recommend it i loved it bj novak yeah. wrote and directed it for yeah. blumhouse it was a yeah. it's like a podcaster movie podcaster goes to do like a true crime podcast kind of thing mm-hmm. and at the beginning i was like this is funny <laughs> i mean it's got bj novak's like like acerbic kind of wit yeah. but is it gonna be just this the whole time and it becomes like surprisingly heartwarming as he kind of like falls yeah. in with with small town folk uh but yeah. not also not in a way that you normally see it's not like oh yeah. small towns are the best it's like people in small towns have a lot going on <laughs> yeah i mean we could we could do an episode about this movie but like because I, I had talked to china about it without without spoiling anything 
Uh, like I would say, like the ending, they should have he should have leaned more into the, his relationship with those people instead of um, the big metaphor of society. You know, right, right. You know what right. I mean? I do, I do. Um, I think because like I it think... didn't feel like it resolved itself. Like there was a there was a falling out that didn't like have any payoff later. It just sort of was resolved in the end. Like I don't, I don't know. I hear you. I I I like. I mean, it, I was shocked when they did the thing that they do. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I also was like, okay, I'm I'm vibing enough with the movie that I'll follow it there. Um, yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, yeah. I'd still recommend it. I still think it would be good. It's a good. It's not. A, often I say the endings ruin movies for me. This did not entirely ruin the whole movie for me. It's just yeah. It's just tainted it a little. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I but it but so vengeance. Check it out. Yeah. I would yeah. say check it out. Um. Uh, n- number seven is the Fablemans. Yes, absolutely makes the list. We already talked about that one. Eight, mm. we've already talked about Glass Onion. Love it. Yeah. Number nine, uh, Christmas comedy, Spirited. Haven't Will seen Ferrell, it yet. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. great, hilarious musical. Mm. Surprisingly, I'm not always into the musicals. Um, yeah, but it's Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds musical. That's yeah. something else. New, a new take on uh, a Christmas Carol. The yeah. Telling of a Christmas Carol, great, great, mm-hmm. great, great, loved it. Okay. Um, and then my other, my my last one was uh, Turning Red, the Pixar movie. Yep, really, hadn't really been, hadn't seen it. Really enjoyed it. All right, all right. So you like you like animation? That's not real. Yeah, right. <laughs> if it, and if it's not real and it's not based on something real, why do it? You mm-hmm. know, that's not real. That's why I chose only documentaries. Yep, absolutely. Well, yeah. <clears throat> all right six questions okay here's the thing i wrote we each we each write down three i wrote down four i haven't decided oh, craig amazing i only have two <laughs> okay all right great great <laughs> like we decided to do this today very short a very short while ago and i was like what are some themes i can come up with questions and mm-hmm. then i was like "Ooh, i want to do another tagline game because i love that I was doing tagline games mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Didn't have time to look up taglines. So I only have two. Four questions to you this time. Two for me. Okay. Mine are they're a little more like discussion builders. But let's, yeah, let's, my, let's, yeah, mine let's, are two. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, first one. In, in, uh, inspired by Emily the Criminal. What's the worst crime you committed? Ever? The worst yeah. crime I ever without, committed. Without, not, not necessarily caught. You just It's a crime that you committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What have I done that's against the law? I've done some speeding. What's that? I've I've driven quickly. I've done some speeding. I th- I think that's that's what I will choose for me because that's that's the thing that would endanger other people the most. Like, yeah, but that's I also true. not just speeding. Like like me and my friend grew up in a small town. There was nothing to do. We went out in the middle of the country and like sped really fast sometimes. Sure. And I regret that to this day. <laughs> like, I can't yeah. believe how stupid that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Um, that is, yeah, and uh, reckless driving for sure. As yeah. a as a teenager, was mm-hmm. pretty pretty bad. Yep. Okay then. All right. Um, one of my questions is okay. So, Barbarian is a movie about two people renting the same Airbnb. That yeah. has been a plot line of several movies this year. Like okay. uh, that I saw, and I cannot recall what the other ones were at this moment. Oh, uh, well, one of them was Adult Swim's Yule Log. Okay. Um, <laughs> a couple people rent the same Airbnb on different apps. Yeah. My question for you, Craig, is what 
was your very favorite Airbnb you ever stayed in? Why was it the best Airbnb and where was it? Oh, that's tough. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. I, uh, You've been everywhere I've, all at once. A lot of, lot of Airbnbs in my lifetime. Okay, here, okay, I'll just tell you about my my most recent one. I don't know that it was, it's probably not the best one, but the experience was great because we stayed in Logan Square in Chicago, in our old neighborhood we used to live in, um, and it was the ba- it was a basement room set up that this old older couple made uh, for people to stay in, and while they stayed upstairs, and it, but it was you were required to hang out with them once to to have a conversation, <laughs> and we were a little like weird weird about the conversation. So bit. they really brought the B and B aspect to this Airbnb yeah. experience. Yeah, wow. But the room B and Bs, you always have yeah. to you yeah. always have to have that breakfast combo. Yeah, but the room was uh, really well put together. Just a small basement room. It had a bathroom. It had it. it it was it was very mod very modest, but all the amenities they even had a uh, a thing a uh, waffle maker thing that you flip those things that we could make waffles with. They provided some some chocolates from Trader Joe's that were really good, uh, like and a TV and every it had everything you needed in a tiny little Airbnb. But then when we went upstairs to hang out with them, they they had recently got the same EV car car that we got the same EV, and so yeah. we talked a lot about that. But they both like he makes a lot of uh, he does a lot of like metal work like he's like an artist. They're both artists. Like she has like all this uh, ceramics and stuff and throughout the whole house. We sat and we talked for like an hour and it was amazing. They were the most <laughs> adorable couple. I can tell why they want to talk to people because they're like we're awesome and we want to share how awesome we are <laughs> to other people. Um, and so. That's my obviously the most fresh in my mind Airbnb. So yeah, so it also sounds amazing, like a bunch of like <laughs> artisanal ceramic and metalwork. Yeah, um, and just a pleasant conversation with some really nice folks. Yeah, it was great. We talked about like what we do and like being creative and versus like it's same thing, same themes of the movies, like creativity <laughs> versus responsibility and stuff. You know? Did they have a kid? Uh, well, there wasn't a kid there. I don't remember if kids okay. were brought up. All right. Because that's a big yeah. part of a lot of these movies, too, is like the, yeah. the, the actual full family versus creativity. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, my favorite, you were there for, I loved the place that we stayed in Austin when we went to Austin Web Fest. Oh. Like, yeah. that place was just like a little, like, compound it had a lovely shower i love when a place has a great shower yeah <laughs> um it had a lovely outdoor sitting space in the back that was fenced off um mm-hmm. with some very lovely lights and a nice like long like hand-hewn table yep the the entire decor was super cool it felt like an austin place to hang out and they also had a piano in there that you could mess around with it was yeah. like it was just a really fun trip in general which might be kind of influencing my decision but the vibe of that place was super duper cool yeah i loved that airbnb yes that is one of my favorites that one didn't load up but it's up there now and uh yeah that's up there that's like (laughs) top three at least i'll have to think about it oh you know what though too yeah like we rented an airbnb for this movie (laughs) oh yeah that that airbnb experience will will be unreplicatable that yeah, is, yeah, that yeah, yeah. was a hugely rewarding 
Very, very stressful, but hugely rewarding and super duper fun part of the shoot. That mm-hmm. like everybody felt it felt like more hangouty. Yeah. Uh, we got all our work done still, but it felt like people were in more of a hangout mode at this like lake lake house. Yes. I rented um, an Airbnb. My first Airbnb rental was my short film. Okay. For the short film. Yeah. And that yeah. was a pretty decent Airbnb. It was very paranoid about not uh, breaking anything. But uh Yeah. And I think we did end up scuffing a wall or something, but uh, shh, shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah. So that was my Airbnb question. What's your next, what's your, what's your next question? Uh, what would be the plot of the movie of your life? Inspired by, <laughs> inspired by the Fablemans? <laughs> um, it, I mean, it would, it would be, it, it would. So the question then is he, he zeroed in on the, a very specific time in his life, how his yeah. parents' relationship, uh, kind of affected his, uh, his, mo- his career as a movie maker, but also how his passion for filmmaking allowed him to see more into his parents' relationship than probably he should have been able to. Um, the, mm-hmm. so what, era of life would i like zoom in on right now i mean the i talk about the pressure cooker of making a feature the whole time so like maybe maybe that's kind of like i've been waiting to do it my whole life i finally got Mm -hmm. to do it like maybe that's the thing i hone in on um Mm -hmm. we we still if the movie's not out it's not finished we haven't had a chance to try to get it a distribution yet so like there's so many questions left there um Mm -hmm. pops I mean, that's more of like a like family and friends kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's what really about hard. Your time to, in L.A. The time in L.A. I mean, it like see, there's so many different, very walled off periods of my life. So many things mm. happened. Yeah. Um, Are you saying it's, it's hard it, it, to get a cohesive narrative out of a person's life? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 What about you? What would you choose? A uh, revenge story. <laughs> 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 Craig on fire. Uh, yeah. I didn't even know I was going to say that until right the words came out of my mouth. Um, I love it. Yeah. Um uh my my camera is flat there's a red thing flashing on my camera that it might be overheating. So at some point the camera's probably going to shut off, but don't worry about okay. that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can record. Let me see if I can record. Start recording. Okay, so if your camera shuts off, I'll still at least have your half of the stream yard here. There you go. There you go. People need to see my face. They need yeah. to see my it's face. My lips move as I talk. Either the either revenge story, or uh, the beginning, obviously the the beginning in the of my YouTube career, up until like twenty years from now, speculating on how I take over the world. Oh, okay. No, see, that yeah. sounds fun. That's yeah. a good one. I like that a lot. Yeah, you start yeah. with just a dude in his apartment and a camera, yeah. and then it escalates. And it's to... all like, but it's all real up until a point, until present day, and then, right. and then it's like specul. It's then it's made up. Future. <laughs> did yeah. you see Weird? Did you see Weird the Weird Al Yankovic movie? I did not. Okay. <laughs> Is that what that that does? Does it speculate on the future? It 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 is. It takes. Like the bare bones elements of a weird Al biopic, and then makes yeah. it super duper 
Oh yeah, crazy. But it doesn't hilarious. speculate on the future, though, does it? I don't think it. it no, it doesn't. It, it's just that's an alternate. My, that's an idea I just came up with just now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. good. I love it. I love it. I think it. that's a funny idea. Yeah. Okay. So uh, okay, you got another one. Oh. Um, okay. Oh no, so... that was. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was that was your uh, your second question of four. My. Mm-hmm. Uh, other one is okay so right here i have so these are again it's gonna ask you to recall so the menu and fresh are both Mm -hmm. about very very exclusive very very expensive menu items what is the food item that you have paid the most for ever in a restaurant you don't have to tell me what it was how much you paid you don't have to Uh, tell me the price but what did you have that cost the most money I can't think of a single item. I can say the meal. Oh, meal, meal, yeah, meal. yeah, yeah. Oh, we just did it in Chicago. Same trip. <laughs> that it was. It was the reason we went to Chicago. Was we went to uh, Oriel? It's called. It's a. I found a list of best restaurants in the world, and it was like ninetieth. Oh wow! Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, this is in Chicago. We should go here. <laughs> so we booked the, the whole trip was based around that basically. And it was our anniversary, and it was by far the most expensive meal I've ever <laughs> I've ever had, like by far. Uh, and I've had expensive meals before. Yeah. Uh, this was like more than double the 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 most expensive I had previously. So I don't want to say I don't want to say how much it was. Was it tasty? It was incredible. It was like the best meal of my life. Afterwards, was it, was it worth the COVID? Uh, well, afterwards, we went to a bar, a very crowded bar, and that's probably where we got COVID. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you should go onto their Yelp reviews and be like, worth the COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was uh, uh, like, a, I don't know how many courses. Like It's like tiny, tiny plates, but several so- courses matched, matched with... Um, cocktails with drinks this was like fresh off of a year of no alcohol yeah yeah. Uh, but uh the drinks pairing was incredible oh my god So mine is the same it's kind of a cheat because we didn't have to pay for the meal but it is the most expensive meal so just like eliza and i used to write food reviews i don't know if we've ever talked about this for several magazines upscale living magazines yeah i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast (laughs) yeah um so we were the food reviewers for like three different magazines. And so we would go to these restaurants every month. Mm. The most expensive one was a restaurant within a restaurant. Okay. So um, there is a restaurant called um, Restaurant Michael in Winneka, Illinois. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and within that restaurant, is a, there's a particular room that has a yeah. different name <laughs> um, that I cannot recall right now. But it is one of these chef's chef's mm-hmm. choice tasting menus. Like, you don't get yeah. to say at all what you're going to eat. If you pay the super expensive price, you get seven courses of, of the chef's small plates, several things. I had to actually talk to him afterwards to be like, you have to tell me how to describe this. Because it's like, like, yeah. who, like what's in this? <laughs> because it was so crafted. Um, all, again, cocktail and wine pairings. It's like... It was yep. such a fun experience yep. um, and yep. insanely expensive. Yep. Really, really good. Like, it's amazing how, like, you get this tiny little thing and 
it's like that's it and then you eat it and it's like i i probably wouldn't want more of this because it's such a jam-packed full flavor in just this little bite like it would be too much to have more than this yeah. little bit and the craziest thing about those type of we've done a couple like tasting menu things this yeah. one was the most crazy but like the craziest thing too is that seven courses drink pairings and you walk out, you don't feel stuffed. You feel very yes, pleasantly yes. satisfied. You ate, you ate enough, <laughs> but but it wasn't. But you don't feel stuffed. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Um, yes. Thank you for answering that question. Okay. Two more questions from you, Craig. Uh, see, I was just thinking I'd skip the third one because I don't like it that much. But well, I I like it, but I just just it's just it's it's going to be a conversation. So uh, describe describe for me the. <laughs> I'll do the third one. Describe for me the perfect universe to live in. <laughs> oh, um, every everyone lives at peace with one another. Um, no one has to uh, do labor in order to get by that is um, uh, horrible. <laughs> you know, basically, no horrible basically labor. Basically here, but um, all the problems and, are solved. Yep. What's yours? Hot dog fingers? Hot dog fingers. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, everyone's out for revenge. So, uh, okay. The Old West? Is it just the Old West? Uh, yeah, yeah. All of the above. Uh, I don't even... I think we'll move on to the next question. Okay. Um, can you name the top five highest ro- grossing films of 2022 worldwide? Worldwide. Oh, wow. It's not very okay. different than domestic. But uh, this is this is interesting. I love this. Mm-hmm. This is a blank check question. Yeah. You're asking me a blank check question. I didn't even realize that until right now. Yes, I am. Okay, highest grossing of the year worldwide. And I can't answer this because I know the answer. But right. Um, so I'm gonna say I'm trying to remember what other movies came out this year. Um, so Doctor Strange. That's one of them. What number is it holding? Uh, I think you should you guess the numbers, the order. No, 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 oh, okay. no. I, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> okay. I'm just looking to try. I'm, I'm well, going to grasp for titles. Okay, I would like you to try to guess number one. So it's too early for Avatar. Um, yes, it's too early for Avatar. It might end up get well. It probably won't. Also, Avatar. The first Avatar wasn't huge world. No, it was huge worldwide. Yeah, okay. never mind. Um, so let's see. What? Oh, is it Top Gun Maverick? Yes, that's number okay. one. And Doctor okay. Strange is number three. Number three. Okay, so we have Maverick. We have Doctor Strange. We didn't have any Fast and Furious this year. Um, was there another Marvel? Is there another Marvel movie on this list? No, but there's another superhero. Uh, the uh, the Batman. Nope. Not not one of the top five. Nope. Wow. Nope. Is nope on it? Nope. <laughs> You keep saying nope. nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. Is there another Marvel movie? No. Okay. There what? There is for domestic, but not for worldwide. Yeah. Okay, so something's got to be animated, right? Encanto. That was last year. Yep, not Encanto. Um, I did. I I feel I misled you before about Avatar. I didn't. Oh, Avatar is on there. It's on. It's in the top five. Yes. 
Oh, okay. Already? It's not, yes. It's not number wow. one. It's too early to be number one. But That 3D yeah. really pays off, man. That 3D money really, yeah. you can cash that 3D check. Yes. Okay, so we've got three out of the five. I'm yeah. not going to be able to do this, Craig. I was, I, I was missing for so much of the year. Well, you've definitely seen another one of them. Oh, I have. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I want to pull up Letterboxd. Let's see. <laughs> give me some hints. I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, it's a it's part of a, ser- a series. It's it's a property. I know for a fact that you saw it in the theater. Nope. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, of course, Jurassic World Dominion. We saw we saw t- two movies we, in. We saw the that together. together, and that would be at the very bottom of my list of movies. Of it was not. Yep, I don't. I I don't like to trash talk movies, but uh, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's okay. You can trash talk it because it's number two worldwide. So. Oh, it did fine. Yeah, it, it did, did fine. fine. The the short film that came out prior to Dominion, way better movie than mm. uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, and then number five. Um, so it's number one, Top Gun, number two, Jurassic World, number three, Doctor Strange, number four, Avatar, and number five is an, an-, yeah. an animated movie I never would have guessed. Um, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I, like yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good for them. Good for, good them. for them. Yep. And that's our six questions and our top 10 of the year. That's it. Although top top nine, technically, because we overlapped on one. Yeah, we did. Uh, only one, though. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect you to have th- three of them on there. I was kind of pulling for the Fablemans, though. Sad. Yeah. Sad it didn't make your list. It made my it made my top ten, just not my top five. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I loved it. It was great. Um, thank you so much for joining us on Movied. Uh, this has been your Movied experience for 2022. Yep, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Movie. Movie. Did you shower before this? I did. So you had to shower before this. That was the thing. Yeah, because I was going to appear on camera. I didn't shower. That's for sure. Yeah, but you, your whole life is on camera, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's sort of my vibe that I don't shower. <laughs> That's sort of my vibe. <laughs>